0: Welcome to the Refresh from Insider. I'm Kay Moynihan. And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. It's Wednesday, October 26th, and we've got the latest news you need and want to know. Plus, we talked to one remote worker who got paid $10,000 to move to Arkansas.
1: Bringing talented individuals, entrepreneurs, people who provide value to the area is a fantastic thing.
0: But first, the latest. In Wisconsin, the man who drove his SUV through a Christmas parade in a Milwaukee suburb last year has been convicted of killing six people. Daryl Brooks struggled to represent himself after dismissing his lawyers. In closing arguments, he suggested that his car malfunctioned or that he panicked, but the jury reached its verdict in a little over three hours. Daryl E. Brooks, guilty of first-degree intentional homicide, At a press conference later, D.A. Sue Copper said she drew strength from the town's response that day. The way the citizens of this community punched in, there's there's no other word for it. Anybody who knew anything about how to apply a Band-Aid walked into that street and treated those people. So if they could do that, we can get through this. In the markets, the S&P 500 was down about three quarters of a percent and the Nasdaq closed down over two percent. It's their first losing sessions in a few days. The Dow closed ever so slightly up at 31,839. Max Adams covers markets for Insider. Trading on Wednesday was uneven as a result of investors' apprehension around the first big disappointment of the current earnings season, grappling with lackluster third quarter results from Microsoft and Google parent Alphabet. Microsoft reported its first real slowdown in revenue in years and said PC sales would likely slow in the near term. Alphabet, meanwhile, said that ad revenue is slowing and reported a decline in ad sales in key areas of the company, like YouTube. Overall, the results are a warning bell for weakness in tech earnings still to come, but also for the broader economy, as waning ad strength can signal a pullback in other areas like consumer spending and business activity across sectors. Three more men have been found guilty for their involvement in a plan to kidnap and possibly kill Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. George Morrison, Pete Musico, and Paul Beller were members of a militia group called the Wolverine Watchmen. A jury in Jackson, Michigan, found the men provided material support for Adam Fox, who was convicted in August of being the ringleader of the kidnapping plot. The group was angry over Whitmer's COVID-19 restrictions. Their defense argued the men were essentially live-action role-playing when they ran practice gun drills in the summer of 2020. Now, they face up to 20 years in prison. The average interest rate for a typical 30-year mortgage has climbed over 7%, the highest mark since 2001. That's according to the Mortgage Bankers Association. It's discouraging a lot of potential homebuyers. Purchase and refinance applications have been dropping for months to their lowest level since 1997. Still, the Federal Reserve is expected to raise interest rates again when it meets next week. Last week, one of TikTok's most famous emus, Emmanuel, went viral after his caretaker announced he was sick with the bird flu. Taylor Blake shared on Twitter that most of the birds in her Florida farm had been wiped out by the virus. Well, it turns out Emmanuel does not have the flu, he's just stressed, Blake recently said. This comes as a relief to some healthcare experts who were concerned about pictures Blake posted of her and Emmanuel cuddling, which, in case we have learned nothing about animal-to-human contagion, is a no-no with an infected bird. Also, since Blake's original tweet went viral, online sleuths have dug up racist old posts of hers saying the N-word and confirming none of us are allowed to have nice things, not even cute viral birds.
2: Make sure to check back in at the end of your day so you can be up to date with the latest news. And hey, if you like what you hear, give us a rating and review. And as always,
0: thanks for listening. In Iran, crowds defied the government and gathered near the grave of Masa Amini to mark 40 days since her death in police custody. Authorities had warned Amini's family to not hold any ceremony to mark the day, which is the end of the traditional mourning period in Iran. But thousands made their journey to Amini's hometown anyway, and police clashed with mourners and protesters, according to the Iranian Students' News Agency. Today, the U.S. Treasury also announced new sanctions against Iranian officials for the deadly crackdown against peaceful demonstrations. A Russian airport is selling passengers tickets. They check in, go through security,
2: and that's pretty much it. Anapa Airport is on the Russian border, right by Crimea, and with flights grounded since the start of the Ukraine war, it's offering a package called I Wanna Fly. You get to board a plane and get an in-flight meal, You just never actually take off or go anywhere. It costs just $24, and the hope is to bring in some much-needed
0: cash for Russia's struggling aviation industry. Climate change is threatening Emperor Penguins. You know them, the stars of the March of the Penguins. For 20 days and 20 nights, the Emperor Penguin will march to a place so extreme it supports no other life. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service has formally declared them a, quote, threatened species. Melting ice in Antarctica is the primary risk. It's disturbing the penguins' ability to mate, find food, and ward off predators. But even with this official distinction, it's not clear what actions the government will take to protect these penguins from possible extinction by the end of the century.
2: I don't know about you, but what I dread most about flying is ending up in a middle seat, sandwiched between a crying baby and a chronic snorer, with no easy way of getting to the restroom or enjoying the views. In a bid to incentivise flyers to rethink their attitude towards the middle seat, Virgin Australia has just launched something called the Middle Seat Lottery, a raffle worth $145,000. It's only open to the airline's frequent flyers. Passengers 18 years and older who sit in the middle seat can enter the lottery on Virgin's app. Prizes include
0: free flights, a helicopter pub crawl, and even a bungee jump. Turns out playing dead isn't just a dog trick anymore. A man in Kentucky has gone viral on TikTok for making hundreds of videos of himself, well playing dead in random locations. He's face down in the woods, on the side of the road, even in an arcade. You may be like, "Uh, why? Well, Josh Naley's dream is to play a dead body in a movie or TV show, so he's been making these strange videos every day until that becomes a reality. And guess what? Producers for CSI Vegas finally took notice and offered him a part in an upcoming episode. Dreams really do come true, folks. Forget about encouraging workers back into the office. What about coming to work in an entirely different state? Smaller cities like Topeka, Kansas, and Tulsa, Oklahoma, as well as states like Vermont and Maine, are trying to bring in new people by paying them to relocate. The offers range from a few thousand dollars to over a hundred K, but Are these programs worth it? And who benefits? Insiders Robert Davis has written about these programs, and Dimitri Love is a tech entrepreneur who recently participated in one. Dimitri, the state of Arkansas paid you $10,000 to move from Texas to the Ozarks in Northwest Arkansas. Can you tell us about getting accepted to this program and why you applied in the first place?
1: So... The first thing I'll say is there were over 10,000 people that applied to the program, and I was one of the first 100 that were accepted. The reason why I applied is I grew up in Northwest Arkansas, so I wanted to come back home. I thought it was a really cool opportunity to bring tech with my technology company bundle to kind of an underserved area of the Midwest. I thought it was a great place to hire, build, and network myself in a place that I knew so well. So um, that was kind of the motivation of me coming back.
0: And what was the process like? Was it complicated? Did you have to write an essay to the state of Arkansas about how much you loved it? Like, what was it like?
1: (laughs) No, um, I think it was just a simple type form application. Um, So first, they ask you a little bit uh, about yourself, where you live, what you do. And then there's like, I think they do research on you, like in the background, they creep on your LinkedIn, your socials, all that good stuff. And then they'll do a simple interview. It was like a 30-minute interview. I actually found out I was accepted on my interview.
0: So you make $250,000 a year. In the scheme of things, $10,000 does not seem like that much money. So was the money a big enough draw for you?
1: No, no. I think it was the the program, the opportunity to come back, and the network I was going to be joining. So I joined the Northwest Arkansas Council And they were bringing all sorts of really talented entrepreneurs, designers, artists, creatives, blockchain enthusiasts, you name it, back to Arkansas. So just being a part of that was really cool. And then I also got a free mountain bike in in addition to that $10,000. So I was kind of more focused on that.
0: So, Robert, these kinds of paid relocation programs aren't really new. So why are we talking about them right now?
3: Well, you're right. Um, The first one, I believe, started in 2018 up in Vermont. And we're talking about them now because obviously remote work exploded during the pandemic. It's become so much more popular for workers in all industries. And so uh, cities and states more generally are trying to capitalize on that moment.
0: You're looking at this topic more widely. And, you know, these programs often target workers like Dimitri or white collar workers, really. But what about, say, sanitation workers or teachers?
3: Well, I've met one teacher that relocated, you know, he went from Canada actually to Vermont. But you're right. I mean, there's a lot of, we'll say, people who don't really work in technology or people who don't really have the opportunity to work remotely full time. Um, Firefighters, policemen, teachers, civil servants, they're not really meant to be in these programs.
0: And what do these workers, like Dimitri, bring to the regions where they relocate, both financially and culturally?
3: financially obviously they're bringing very high incomes Tulsa is a great example their average median income is about 45,000 but their relocators average income is about 104 um, so it's more than twice as high as the average salary there and that obviously helps city's tax base right but there are residents that are obviously you know a little disgruntled that they feel like you know this money could be better spent on them but at the same time there are others who are saying you know this is great you know my my small city needs more money you know we have road problems projects. projects that need to be finished. We have bridges that need to be repaired and that's money is going to help them. And that's in that small way. I do
1: have some comments on that, though, so um, I do get it. I get like, hey, like, why don't we build a park or, you know, do something that's like more like immediately beneficial. But I think, you know, bringing talented individuals, entrepreneurs, people who provide value to the area is a fantastic thing. So many opportunities for people. From a long-term perspective, like getting people to build their lives in an area that's underserved, I think is much more valuable.
0: Dimitri, what advice would you give to someone who's interested in a program like this?
1: That's a good question. So the first piece of advice, make sure you're moving like for a purpose. Move to, to network or move to provide some value either to yourself or to a community. The second piece of advice is I would make sure to choose a place that you love If you're going to relocate and and move to an entirely new area, go check it out. Yes, money's cool, but you want to be happy where you are.
0: Robert, Dimitri, thanks so much for chatting with me. Robert Davis writes about real estate for Insider, and Dimitri Love is founder of the App Bundle, and he recently moved to Arkansas from Texas.
2: Make sure to follow The Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts,
0: Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also just tell your smart speaker to play The Refresh from Insider podcast. And please leave us a rating and review. It
2: helps other people discover the show. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Kea Moynihan. Talk to you soon.